The thefts of Kias and Hyundais have not slowed down since they became a problem during the pandemic. In Minneapolis, police tallied 2,378 Kia and Hyundai thefts in 2022, which was an 836 percent increase. In 2023, the number is still rising, nearly doubling to 4,085 as of November. Some of those vehicles have been stolen multiple times. The automakers have offered software updates and local departments have offered steering wheel locks, but that hasn't seemed to prevent thefts. Joining us right now to explain where car owners and city officials can go from here is Michael Brooks. He's the executive director for the Center for Auto Safety. That's the National Consumer Advocacy Organization. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks, Kathy. Happy to be here. Remind folks, why are certain models of Kias and Hyundais so easy to steal? So these vehicles were built without the immobilizer, which is essentially a, a um, it's a piece of the vehicle that prevents the car from being started if you don't have the actual key to the car. There's an electrical signal that's cut off if by a radio signal if you don't have your key in the ignition at the time you're trying to turn it on. And that allows, you know, anyone to break into these Kia and Hyundai vehicles um, and rip away the steering column and insert a USB cable and start the vehicle without a key present. This would seem to be a big problem. Why hasn't Kia and Hyundai issued their own recalls? Well, they're relying on the fact that the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration hasn't really pressed them to do a safety recall. Somehow, you know, even though we've seen, you know, at least 40 deaths related to the situation and well over 100 injuries, um, and primarily to uh, adolescents, we see a lot of adolescents wrapped up in this. They don't believe it's a safety issue, and, and that's essentially because the law says that if there's been any you know intervening criminal act or damage to the vehicle caused by a criminal that the um, company is essentially absolved of its recall authority okay so what would it take for nitsa to issue a recall well nitsa would have to make a finding that there was a defect uh present in these vehicles that was unsafe it was a defect related to motor vehicle safety for us that's not that big of a deal i mean i think it's fairly obvious that there's a problem here but the the reason that they're not able to do that is because nitsa itself had in place a regulation that allowed for vehicles to be built without immobilizers and so they played a a pretty big role in the problem here you know by not forcing manufacturers to upgrade their vehicle security. Um, we've seen this develop when, you know, installing an extra part like an immobilizer is going to cost the manufacturer money. And Kia and Hyundai, unfortunately, chose the cheaper option of not installing them. And that's why we're seeing this problem across America. It seems like a mess. Uh, these, of course, we talked about this, the software security upgrades that they've offered. Um, are they worth anything? And how many people have gotten that security upgrade? I mean, they they are worth something. They do appear to be working in, in many circumstances. The the one major drawback here and why this uh, recall would really help out is that we don't really know at any one point just how many people have gotten this and in, in, into their vehicles, have gotten this software update. 
at last look, it was around 20 to 30%. Maybe it's still a little higher than that. But still, if you're looking for a vehicle to steal, you've still got, say, a two out of three chance if you approach a Hyundai or Kia that it's not going to have that software update installed. So until that number becomes much higher and, and discourages criminals from targeting these vehicles, um, we don't think we're going to see a lot, a, a lot of better outcomes here. We think that a recall is necessary, you know, to get this issue in front of the consumers and to, you know, ensure that they know that it's really important that they get in their dealer to fix the problem. I would think that given the magnitude of the problem, insurance companies would be on the hook, you know, for paying for damage for many of these cars, right. why are they putting pressure on, on officials? Yes, yes. And in fact, uh, you know, they, they've been certainly put pressure on Kia and Hyundai by uh, last year, a number of insurers refused to continue covering um, Hyundai's and Kia's that, that didn't have these immobilizers. And that really spurned Hyundai and Kia, who at that point had been doing very little to actually put out the software fix that is now having some success and some effect. Um, but, you know, we think more needs to be done. And, you know, I think the key to all of this is the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, um, which is what the city council is trying to address, you know, saying, hey, NHTSA, you need to get off your duff and do something about this before more people are killed. Does it help to have, say, Minnesota's Attorney General Keith Ellison launching a probe to determine if they violated state consumer protection and public nuisance laws? Does that help at all? Yeah, I, th I think any form of pressure that can be applied is helpful here. Um, anything that can, you know, either get the software update to be rolled out more effectively to more consumers, to get the word out to more people to get it, to get the software update, almost anything that is done um, that gets the word out and also that presses authorities to perhaps deem this a recall. I mean, that would really, really go a long way towards getting the information to everyone that owns a Hyundai and Kia vehicle and letting them know that they have a fix that's available that they should be taking advantage of. You know, I even hate to bring this up, but we're talking about, you know, an immobilizer and cars are so smart nowadays and getting smarter with a bunches of high tech you know, high-tech technology in them. I'm wondering if there's something else that's out there that could pose a problem, other security risks we're not even, we don't even see at this point. Well, this is our, a huge concern for us about this whole situation is that, you know, we've got phones now that if someone steals your phone, it's going to be useless to them. Um, because of a simple pen code. And yet there are 6,000 pound vehicles sitting around waiting to be cracked open at a moment's notice and easily driven down the road by a 12 year old. So it definitely points out that there is a problem in securing vehicles. And this is a, a broader concern for us because NHTSA has the authority to put in place cybersecurity regulations that can protect the entire vehicle from these type of intrusions. But the agency hasn't moved on that. And so as we move forward into an era where, you know, there's news coming out today about China and cybersecurity and, and their ability to hack into American infrastructure. Well, this is a this is this is the American transportation infrastructure that is essentially being left wide open for those types of attacks. And primarily because the agency that's in charge of regulating the process seems to seems to believe that an intervening criminal act absolves them of any authority to take care of the problem. Um, 
you know, here it's 12 year old, 13 year old people taking joy rides. But, you know, if it's a state actor in the future committing criminal acts to hack into vehicles and cause another type of mayhem, what how is the agency then going to be able to step up and take care of that problem if they don't believe they have the authority here? So it's a, a very big concern of ours. And, and, and we really believe that cybersecurity regulations are are needed to ensure that there's a safe future, both for Hyundai and Kia vehicles and their owners, as well as the broader transportation ecosystem. All right. Interesting story. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Michael Brooks has been with us. He's the executive director for the Center for Auto Safety.